Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Fantastic, Jr. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been a whirlwind the last, uh, I don't know what it's been, 10 weeks or something like that between uh, recruiting and, and, and trying to get people excited and getting out and uh, meeting all the fan base and the community of Logan and, of course, everybody in the athletic department. And it's been uh, people have welcomed us with open arms and been so friendly and it's such a passionate uh, fan base. It's incredible. And so, they love us right now, Jr. But we haven't lost the game, so um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're in good graces. But uh, but it's been exciting recruiting-wise. We're going to have five new players for next year's team, and then you add all the 
whole AAU recruiting scene in April uh, where you're looking at, you know, 2019 prospects and 2020 and beyond. And, and then not to mention I'm married uh, with four wonderful kids. And so you're trying to, you know, they're finishing school. You're trying to sell a house in South Dakota and buy a house in, in Utah. And so you got all that as well. And the family uh, just got here um, three days ago. So it's great to have everybody uh, back in one, under one roof. And uh, I couldn't be more thrilled to be the men's basketball coach at Utah State University. So, Coach, it tells me before I'm hearing, Coach, 6 to midnight is your schedule each day. 6 a.m. to midnight. It's nowadays for you, Coach. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Well, it, it's been nonstop. I'll tell you, Jared, we, uh, you know, the first, it was kind of like, um, uh, I always remember uh, reading articles about rookies in the NBA, and, and they don't know what city they're in, they don't know where they're at, they don't, and there were many times, because when you first get hired, you know, Utah State was kind enough, enough to put uh, myself and our staff in a hotel, you know, room for however long it was, three or four weeks. And, 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 and then you add all the recruiting and where you're at, and you're just like, where am I at again? What hotel am I in again this morning? So you have that whole thing. And then I, we closed on our house, and, um, and, of course, my family wasn't here, so I just told our whole staff, like, hey, man, bachelor pad at the Smith. And, uh, but my, my wife was all concerned, like, Craig, you don't, you know, well, I want those bathrooms clean, and you can't just be trashing the house and, you know, I want the kitchen. I'm like, Darcy, like literally, all we do at the apartment, or not at the apartment, all we do at the house, because there's no cable TV, no Wi-Fi, no nothing set up, and all we did was sleep on air mattresses and 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 maybe grab a shower in the morning, and it, and it was about 18-hour days on most days. So it's kind of like reliving the college days all over again. But it, it's been so, like I said, it's been so exciting. Um, you know, the people at South Dakota were unbelievable. We obviously had a great run there. Um, um, but now we're on to the Mountain West. And, and, you know, I always remember, I said at my press conference, I've always had an eye on this, on this, um, uh, at, on Utah State. I remember when I was an assistant uh, at Colorado State, you know, uh, Utah State was not in the Mountain West at that time. They were still in the WAC. And so when I did a ton of scouts and, and when I would see like UNLV or um, San Diego State or New Mexico play at Utah State, and I didn't know anything about Utah State, but it was like a big party, you know, in the mm-hmm. in the spectrum. And and we need to get that uh, spectrum magic back. And so it was one of the you know since since the year 2000, Utah State has the 15th most wins in the country in Division One men's basketball. And so oh, wow. obviously it's a really difficult place to play. Uh, that was going into this year anyway. I'm not, maybe we're 16 now. but um, And so uh, it's always been a place I really kind of watched, engaged how they did, uh, and just kept an eye on because the spirit and atmosphere at this place is absolutely electric, and they really are passionate and truly care about how the basketball program does. And so, you know, I made the mistake my first time walking into Walmart uh, wearing my Utah State basketball stuff. And, you know, I went in there, and it took about 10 minutes to find what I needed, and it took about 40 minutes to get out of the <laughs> out of the store because everybody kept stopping. And, but but it sure has been exciting. I hear that, Coach. I hear it in your voice, because I know you love South Dakota. That takes something really 
special to leave. So when you talk to the administration of Utah State, where they tell you on you and your family on about coming here opportunity? I know you kept an eye on it yourself until you really go and see it for yourself. You really don't know whether you want to make that move or not. But so what was the final deciding factor for you to say, hey, this is the time we make this move. House Club has been great to me. Let me go out here in Utah State and help these guys out in Logan and get some of that Aggie magic over here for, for myself and my family. And you're right, Jr. That's exactly right. Now it's you know my when when my wife and I left when our family left Nebraska. We were in, uh, I was an assistant at University of Nebraska for two years, and we had just come off an NCAA tournament berth, and we were really good, and and I loved it. And and then when South Dakota opened, that was always a place I kind of had my eye on as well because I was at a a coach at another school in the same league, and they had the same type of deal. And so I took a. Uh, a big pay cut, quite frankly, to uh, go to South Dakota, and then we got it going. And, and we had really struggled. Uh, you know, it was a struggling program at the time, and we got all of our guys in, and we got rolling. And even this past year, uh, our last year at South Dakota, we were as high as number three in the mid-major poll. We were right behind Gonzaga was one, St. Mary's was two, and we were number three. And Nevada was, you know, like six or seven. And I'm not saying we were better than Nevada, but – that shows you the kind of team we had and the respect that we had earned. And, and so I love those, those players in our program, and it was a great community, but it was going to have to take a really special situation to leave there. And, and certainly I, I knew the spirit and atmosphere and the rich tradition of excellence um, at Utah State. And then going through the interview process, really getting to know John Hartwell, our athletic director, he and I – just really hit it off um, from the second we got rolling, quite frankly. And Coleman Barnes, one of our associate ADs, was in on that. And, and it was kind of like we were long-lost brothers in a lot of ways. And, and um, you know, we just started chopping it up and talking hoops. And his, his beliefs and my beliefs and his philosophy and my philosophy really aligned in so many ways. And our personalities are very similar in a lot of ways in terms of um, our passion and our excitement um, for basketball and, and the whole thing. And so then, you know, once they flew my wife and I out um, to look and, and, and tour the facilities and the community, it was really a no-brainer. And so we are so thrilled to, to, to be here. And, and we got a lot of work in front of us, right? I mean, the Mountain West Conference is one heck of a basketball league. Of course, Amen. Nevada won the – yeah, it's a, it's a great league, and Nevada won the league last year and ended up getting to the Sweet 16. And right now, if you look at most prognostications, um, no, they're, they're going to be coach. ranked in the top ten. They're going to be really good, uh, ranked in the top ten and even the top five in some. So we got a lot of work in front of us, but we're excited for the challenge. I love the group of guys we have on board. Now, Coach, speaking of your guys – how much time have you got on the court with your guys, kind of see what you have right now before your five new guys come here to start practicing with the team now? Well, we haven't had a lot of time. Uh, you know, uh, you we were able to get two weeks. You know, of course, the NCAA limits what you can do um, uh, during the season and out of season. And, and of course, we were out of season, so we had, we had two hours a week to work with them, and we only had two weeks to work with them because you can't work with the guys during finals week or the week before finals week. Um, but, you know, I, first of all, I really like the character of our guys. Uh, I think we got a lot of guys um, returning in the program that are team guys that really know how to play. Um, they, uh, uh, most of the guys really fit um, our style of play. You know, I like to 
We like to get up and down the floor. Uh, we give the guys a lot of freedom to go make plays. You know, I'm not a uh, – of course, we have plays, but we don't have a million of them. And, and some coaches can maybe – I don't know how to – I mean, overdo it sometimes. Yeah, overdo I'm just it. a big That's believer. And, uh, yeah, there's a – well, you recruit players to go be players. And so we do a lot of skill development. Uh, I don't want our guys to be robots. I want them to be basketball players. And so when you give guys freedom to go make plays, you know, with more freedom comes responsibility. And I think a lot, uh, most of the guys are very skilled. They can make decisions. They can pass and catch. Uh, I feel like we return a good shooting team. Uh, now, some of the numbers don't exactly show that if you're just looking at a numbers page. But with some of the drills that we do with individual skill development, it shows me like, wow, you can be a good shooter. Now, you got to do it when the lights are on. But also, you know, just uh, guys got to earn confidence, but there's certainly some things you can do as, as a coach to help promote that, to help facilitate that. And so, um, you know, uh, Sam Merrill's a kid that's got a chance to be really, really special. He's a multidimensional guard at 6'4", 6'5", that he is an unbelievably pure stroke. When he, when he shoots it, his, soft, his shot is so soft, you just, you're almost surprised when he misses it. Uh, at the same time, he makes the right play every time. You almost got to want him to be a little more selfish, if that makes sense. And a guy named Dwayne Brown, who had a solid year last year, I think he's going to have a uh, take the next step and be a very good player for us. And, and Quinn Taylor is a senior that just knows how to play. I think he'll really thrive in our system. So those are kind of the, the guys that are a little more proven. And then we got some other guys that – uh, a guy like Brock Miller who's going to be a true uh, a redshirt freshman for us that I think has incredible upside, um, but he was hurt last year. I could go on and on, but I'm super excited about our team, and and uh, I love the drive and the want. Our guys really want to be good, and so we can't wait to get rolling. Is it November yet? <laughs> uh, hey, Coach, I'm, I'm, coach don't, don't rush that for me, Coach. That means I'm on the road every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. If it's November, you're not on vacation, right? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> now, Coach, let me ask you something. So, but so, you guys have been in Utah, so playing fast, would that help people with altitude, kind of getting the road teams out of breath for your guys used to the altitude and, and the air out there so you guys can just run them up and down the court and wear them down so you can have win games that way because you wore them down? Well, that's a, that's a really good question, and, I, you know, I don't know if I have the exact answer to that, but on a personal note, you know, I could run like the wind when I was in South Dakota. I got to Utah, and I'm like, oh, my God, I need a respirator like five minutes into the workout because it does make a difference. But I do think that matters, JR. I do think, um, you know, getting up and down the floor and you, your body gets acclimated, uh, not to get too detailed on you, but they say when you're like we're at just under 5,000 feet, and in your body, I mean, there's a reason the Olympic Training Center, right, is at altitude in Colorado Springs. And so your body builds up a quart more blood over three weeks being at this at this altitude. And so um, I do think it's going to matter. Now, a lot of the schools in the Mountain West are at altitude, so it won't affect those schools as much. But, you know, when you go play at sea level and you're used to this, I mean, you just never get tired. And certainly I think that'll be a great benefit. Um, for us, especially on our home floor. Now, Coach, non-conference scheduling-wise, it has to help you out a lot being in the Mountain West Conference because you all want to get a, become a multiple-bid league. 
So how many is more likely to play you guys? Since we, since this, well, they may want to avoid you with the, but how Nevada played last year. But I think <laughs> China not having to have guarantee games, do so many two for ones, or have to raise money for, for this university by playing games, guarantee games. So it has to feel good. You can kind of schedule yourself hard or tough, or play some zip, zip tournaments where maybe play the Atlanta tournament out there in the Bahamas, or play Maui if you can, or another zip tournament in Orlando or something. Get you guys some experience that way. And that it's, that's another thing I'm really excited about. It, you know, when you're in the Summit League in South Dakota, you know, you, I mean, obviously we always schedule tough. Like in the, like last year we played at Duke, we played at UCLA, we played at TCU. Had a great chance to win UCLA and TCU. Um, the year before we played Gonzaga. We had scheduled Kansas for next year, uh, all being at South Dakota. Now, obviously those schools are paying us to play, but we are, that league – and just like any league has to be committed to scheduling tough. If you're, if the bottom four or five teams or whatever just schedule, you know, lightly, then then those are low RPI games when you get into the league. My last year at Colorado State, um, four teams in the Mountain West got into the NCAA tournament, including us at Colorado State uh, as the four seed. And and then the year after we went to Nebraska, five teams in the Mountain West. Uh, made it to the NCAA tournament, and since then there's been a bit of a dip. And and collectively, I love what the Mountain West Conference is doing. They've certainly realized that we got to uh, amp up some of our non-conference scheduling, and and scheduling is always a little bit of a uh, you know you just never know from year to year who's going to lose what, who's going to grad transfer out, who's going to grad transfer in. So you have a lot of working pieces there, but you do your best uh, guess to do that, and you got to get home games. I mean, all right, teams that win at home usually have, you know, do well. But then you got to have those opportunities to play those NCAA tournament teams and those high major teams, and 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 you just can't afford to make a lot of mistakes. And so uh, that's certainly a, a huge emphasis for our program. Uh, I think that's a major emphasis. Not I think I know it's a major emphasis for the Mountain West Conference um, to to kind of keep moving forward and. It's really an exciting time. There's some new coaches here in the league the last couple of years that I think are really going to uh, crank it up a bit. But it's a it's a heck of a league and and one that I'm definitely very proud to be a part of. Final one for you, I got for you, coach, is food. I got to ask you, coach, what has been your favorite food spot or two since you've been out there in Logan, man? How's how's the food, man? Oh man, it's incredible, and 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 I love food. And uh, and I'm eclectic. I can do it all. Like I can give me some Mexican. We can get some seafood. Let's get some, uh, uh, of course, just the regular big old steak. You can't go wrong with that. And that was the hardest part. Like like there, I true. You know the passion I have for South Dakota and how great it was. But yeah. we just didn't have a whole lot of options. And and so I hired you know Austin Hansen and Eric Peterson came out with me as assistants from South Dakota. And, and so, of course, we're bachelors, so almost every night we're going to go – not every night, I should say, but all right, let's try this place, let's try this place, let's try this place. So we figured out some good places uh, to go, and there's plenty of them for recruits when they come on campus and the whole thing. But I'm just in heaven just driving down whatever road and finding all the uh, – now, it might not quite be like Atlanta, but, uh, but we're working to get there. <laughs> hey, Coach, don't me. I'm about the shoulder and the ribs. So I, I got to find some good ribs. I got to have that, Coach. I, I, had, I had, I don't know what, I don't know, it's going to sound crazy, but I had some meatballs um, the other day, and I, I don't remember how or why I had them, but it had some really good spice to it. And I like a little, 
give me a little Cajun, a little, give me something with some flavor. You know what I'm saying? Like little, I need some spicy and change it up. So that's what I, that's my go-to whenever I have a choice. So I found this really good place with, of all things, meatballs. I I couldn't figure it out, but it surprised me in a great way. Let's take a quick story, Coach. I want to go see Nick McDevitt at MC Milton on seat. He took me to a hot chicken place, Coach, and it's called 400 Degrees. The 100 Degrees have my nose and eyes watering, have my contacts pop out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> was jacked up, man. From the 100 oh, Degrees man, jacked me up. That's crazy. The hot sauce is for me. I'm retired from hot chicken. Keep me the ribs and shoulder. I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're good to go, huh? Well, you, can't, you can't go wrong with those, that's for sure. Yes, David. Coach Smith, I was going to talk to you, man. Got to have you in the show again in the fall, man. Congrats on a new new job, man. Hopefully you can come to Peace Jam. Hope you come to Peace Jam. Hopefully we'll see you there. If not, we got to catch you down the road. See you in person, man, because I love your energy, man. I look forward to seeing your team play. Hope you all can take down Eric and his boys out there in the mountain with West Conference this year, man. Uh, well, I appreciate it. We can't wait to get rolling, and I'll definitely be at the Peace Jam, so we'll hook up, all right? All right, Coach. See you there, man. Thank you always, Coach. Have a great one. We'll talk to you real soon, buddy. All right, all right, GR. Go Aggies. We'll talk soon. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs. Check out the fine folks, Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at DraftA Consultants. The concept is a simple one. DraftA Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. DraftA Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. <laughs> 